Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Speaking of Christmas, Guru, I thought, what a good segment to do. What does your team want for Christmas? And I thought, the best man asked this. He's in the depths of rugby league. Is the great Guru. So we're going to go through each side and basically talk about, and even Maddie, Maddie, you can say what your team wants for Christmas as well. Um, we're going to say, what does, what does each team need for Christmas to go to that next level? Or not even to go to that next level, just to, uh, I guess, improve. To, to take a step towards the next step. Because obviously there are some teams that need a few steps to get where they need to go. Um, but anyway, we'll start at the top. Brizzy Broncos. Guru, what do you reckon they need for Chrissy? Mate, I think they've recruited so well. I love Kurt Capewell walking into this system. I know everyone's talking about Reynolds, and rightly so, but I love Capewell. I reckon he's criminally underrated. Absolutely agree. I mean, there's so many high-end second rowers with tackle break, offload ability. Capewell's just reliable as all hell. Yep. So... Very excited for him. If I had a Christmas wish for Brisbane, I think it'd be Katoni Staggs play 20 plus games. Yep. I think if Staggs can be there 20 plus games, as I said, um, I, I think this team plays finals footy. Um, I think they've just got to let Payne Haas play rugby league too. Mm. We've spoken about it previously. Um, don't outthink the room with him. But if, if Staggs stays on the field, that's the thing. You get Staggs back, you get Carrigan back. You're getting too representative. Yep. As much as, you know, they haven't played a heap of rep games or Stags hasn't at all yet. They're yeah. at that level, though. They're oh, at that mate, level. Well yeah. and truly. Mm. I, I reckon Adam Reynolds would be so excited knowing that he's going to have Stags outside him. Yep. Could be anything. So, yeah, I think Stags playing a lot of games, that would be the big thing for me. I, I've, I've seen a couple of tapes and whatnot. Uh, it looks like from training... Selwyn Cobbo is going to be outside Stags, so Okay, they're putting him on the wing. No, uh, from what I've seen... Who are they putting at fullback training? I think Tessie New. Okay, interesting. So they're going to maybe slow Selwyn's development a little. Not slow his development, just be a bit safer with his development. I think so. And I, I don't mind that, to yeah, be honest I, with I you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but that could be the most potent edge in rugby league. Literally. And that's not even hyperbolic. Katoni Staggs, Selwyn Cobbo, who is just an absolute superstar. Seeing what he did in Queensland Cup in that grand final, 
yes, he made an error or two, but we spo- like we've spoken about it before. Is like these young players impacting games. It is so much harder than it looks. They make it look easy. They make it look like. Oh, yeah, he's the star of the future. Of course, he's supposed to impact games. But even some of the stars of the future, some of the greatest of all time, took a few years before they were truly going into a game, taking it by the scruff of the neck and doing something about it. I think the other thing with Cobo you've got to remember is that last year he was in the first grade system. He didn't really have the opportunity to go back and play reserve grade mm. as well, which is what I, I think that's how they would have dealt with him realistically. Yeah. He's sort of just been thrown in the deep end. And whilst he hasn't absolutely brained it, you can just see the... the, the the physicality in his game, like he's well and truly able to handle himself with huge upside. So yeah. I'm so excited about that right edge for Brisbane. Oh, absolutely. Be... Selwyn Cobbo for me is one of, definitely one of the players to watch next year. And I don't think, I think he won't qualify for Rookie of the Year because he's played more than four games. Maybe, so. yeah. maybe. Can you check that, Matt? Um, now, I agree with you. Broncos sneeze stags to play 20 games or more. Um, squeeze in 18, 18 could get me there. Anything under that, I just think they need him there to get those points. Do you agree with Kevin Walter's statement last year that if Stag plays most of the games, they make the eight? Because it's it, a lot of people fucking were like, what? But then when oh, you- I don't think it's outrageous. It's, you know what? When I, you first hear it, you're like, come on, mate, come on. But, but when you watch him and you watch the impact he has on that team, like I, I think he came back last year, the game against the Sharks. Yeah. And Mate, the entire, it didn't matter what they did on the first three tackles. They would just throw the ball to right centre and he would just make yeah. something out of nothing. He He's an incredible footballer, Stag. Yeah. I, I think he's so underrated mm. still. Um, I Yeah, I, I know New South Wales has so many centres, but if he puts together a whole game, a whole season, I, I give him a real shot. Yeah, it's, I mean, when he got to arguably <laughs> Tommy and Latrell sitting there. But you could, you could shove 14. him on a wing. You could 14. Yeah, I just... Mate, fuck, to, if, you, if you were desperate, you threw him in the back row coming off the bench. Yeah, absolutely. And he, I reckon he'd kill it. He'd terrorise. Yeah. Absolutely terrorise. And just back to that statement with Kevy Walters, not only, like, yes, it sounded outrageous when you look at the amount of games they won, but when you put it into the context of the year last year and how poor that bottom eight was, mm-hmm. not, not, not having a crack at the bottom eight, but I'm talking about wins and losses because wasn't eighth had more losses than wins, didn't they? Uh, eighth finished what? with a record of 10 and 14. Yeah. So they lost four more games than they won, which is crazy. So you know that puts when you put that into perspective, you could, you could argue now any other year you'd go no no way the, the Broncos are not going to make the oh wouldn't have made the eight, but in the year that was it was so bizarre. I I actually think that it's I don't I'm not sure if he, they would have made the eight, but I don't think it's as outrageous as some people made it when it did happen. Because I'm, I'm sure you got comments as well going, oh, that's a joke, rah, rah. But when you actually sit down and look at the, the games that they lost by, you know, four points, six points, um, it's not as outrageous. Would they have made it? I don't know. I'm not saying they would have made the eight. But I agree with the sentiment that Tony Staggs is such a big part of their game. On the flip side of that, the concern is with Tony Staggs is hopefully he doesn't have a year, another year of injuries because then we start going, uh-oh, do we have this absolute thoroughbred of a human that just struggles with too many injuries? The thing that filled me with a little bit of confidence when I saw he was going to have a boxing bout, I just went, why? Please don't do that. He's pulled out of that, which has <laughs> yeah. filled me with a little bit of confidence. Um, but, yeah, Brisbane's going to be an interesting side next year. Who, who, who's your 5'8"? Who's going to partner Reynolds? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I was watching them train the other day it's taken me by surprise who seemed who, who, well who it looks you? like walters doesn't it yeah it looks like yeah um 
I almost said Kevin Walters there, obviously he's young bloke. Yeah, yeah Billy Walters. It, it surprised me too when I heard that coming out of Brisbane that he was potentially the front runner. Yeah, it's an interesting one because the elephant in the room, obviously, is that's his son. And he's come there for the first year. And regardless of whether he is the best player for the role or he isn't the best player for the role, people will say he got the jump because he's his son. Look at Tyson Gamble, who worked his ring off last year and played really well. Albert Kelly also has some really good games. So I don't know what the right answer is. I think I honestly don't know what the right answer is. Do you, do you put Walters in reserve grade just to just to make sure you don't have those questions? You know what I mean? Do you say, look, you may be the best person for six, but we're going to start you in Q Cup so that no one can say you didn't earn that six, Joes? Do, do you think they go oh, down that route? That's the avenue I'd be going down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, with all due respect to Billy Walters, I also don't think he is a braining it big enough talent. Mm. To be, an, I, I, I thought the other two guys did a really good job last year. Yeah. I love Albert Kelly. He's a, a little bit older, but I, I, I like him. I think Tyson Gamble, if you're not going to play him at six, you've got to find a spot for him somewhere. He's, he's, he's a competitor. So important in the squad. Yeah, you so need important. you. I don't know if they play him at 13, 14. I don't know, but I, I want him in my team somewhere, Gamble. Mm. Yeah, oh, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Maybe at a, a 14 and cover yeah. the half, roll can cover 13. Um, and just, just to be really, really clear with the Billy Walt situation, we're not saying that he isn't the best for the role. Yep. We're just talking about the optics of it. We're just talking about managing the articles that come out, managing the expectations from fans. Um, Especially coming off an injury plague season from him at a different club. Exactly. It's, it's not yeah, like The optics aren't great. They, they're not great, even though that's unfair because if he is yep, the best player, the best man, he so should be, be there. Yep. Um, it's just about how it looks. Uh, sometimes the truth doesn't matter. It's what it looks like it, yep. the truth is. Um, and so I would probably, if I had to, I would probably go. It's for me personally, and Billy Walters, if he's training the house down and he earns that spot, he earns that spot. I just haven't seen um, him training. At, I haven't seen any of the boys training. It's a toss up between Albert Kelly and Tyson Gamble because Albert Kelly, I feel like, has a little bit more flair than Tyson Gamble. But Tyson Gamble, as you said, brings those things that you can't really measure, that competitiveness. There's no denying that when he got brought into that side, although he wasn't the most talented half you've ever seen, that's not sit here saying he's not good because I think he is good and I think he really improved towards the end of the year. But there was a lift in kind of the attitude that we needed. We just needed someone to go in there and just be competitive. He's got ticker. He's got a lot of ticker. So yeah. uh, going to be very interesting. Now, what do I think Broncos need for the new year? I, I agree with you. They, they definitely need Stags playing 18 or 20 uh, NRL games. I would just say, and this is a bit of a vague one, but just identity. Mm. After 12 months, I want to see the new Broncos. I want to know what we play like. I want to know what we stand for as a club. I want to know what, you know, when we, when we get on that, like the Dogs, for example, they've struggled for so long. But at the very least, you can't say they don't have a red-hot crack. Um, and so with the Broncos, I felt like at the end of the year, they were really becoming the kind of like underdog side that was having cracks against the big dogs. I want to see more of that. So by the end of the 12 months, I just want identity and direction. I, I don't expect finals, identity and direction. I would assume when you made your debut for the Broncos, your mindset was if we don't win a premiership, it's a failure this year. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't think the kids are, I don't think the guys, I shouldn't say kids, the guys coming through are under that same sort of expectation anymore. No, no, absolutely which not. sounds ridiculous, but the Broncos were like that for 20 years. Oh, it was literally top four more. finish yep. and a premiership. That was it. Top four finish and a premiership. Anything less was a failure. Um, 
And so, look, things change. You can't, you know, look at the team I was lucky to be in. So that's not me. That's them. That's I'm just. I was. But that's also part of their identity that the best players always wanted to be in Brisbane. Yeah, absolutely. I think Reynolds and Catewell will have a really big influence on that. I think Hash is going to be really good going forward. Um, So identity, and I think that Reynolds and um, Catewell can build that, and Hass as well. I think that they're really your three senior players. When I look at that team now, I think um, Hass, Reynolds, um, Catewell, maybe Carrigan. Um, and Turpin to a degree. So, yeah, let's fingers crossed. Now, I have a question. Oh. Is Catewell going to be on the right side? I'm not sure. Because oh, Reynolds, Catewell, Stags, and Selwyn Cobo has the potential to be one of the most it's unreal, deadly it? sides in the comp. It's a, it's a really good side. Yeah. I just I just wonder if you if you do that, it's very, he- like, you're heavily, mm. like, then you basically, not that you don't have to worry about the other side, because you've got, like, guys like Jordan Riki that are gun. But do you, is that too loaded? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is, could it be defended because it's so loaded? Well, that's the other thing as well. Alex Glenn's gone too. So there is a spot on that left side. So yeah. do you leave Ricky on the right? Do you play Capewell out there? You've got TC Rabardi there, who I think is pretty handy yeah, as well. Yeah, so really that's the other beauty of this side that the halfback's locked in, the hooker's locked in. There's competition for fullback, 5'8", both edge back rowers. That's what you want. You yeah. want guys fighting for those spots like absolutely as much as we don't know who's going to play six i think it's unreal that there's a six jersey being thrown in the middle of three blokes yeah and it's an opportunity to play with one of the best sevens in the game and you've got to fight it out mate how strange is it going to be seeing Renault run out with a broncos jersey <laughs> for the first time um, it's weird seeing him at training yeah it's uh it's good though there's definitely more of a buzz around the joint i think that getting ben Eichen in there to just take some pressure off uh walters was a yeah. really good idea really good idea so um yeah, look, if I was making the selection decision, my only concern with putting them all on that right side is are you putting too much experience in, and that could be used elsewhere uh, all on one side? So, so the other side, let's say it's Gamble, Ricky, Farnworth, uh, Farmworth and... It looks like Oates will be on that left side Oates. by training, yeah. The, the really, the only real experienced guy there is Oates mm. and he's on the sting and, you know, like that can't really affect the... So I worry, does that unbalance the yeah. team too much? Do you put Capewell over there to protect and, and, and be the leader of that edge? Do you, do you see Reynolds playing right or do you... I, I sort of see him... Floating between? Yeah, I... I, I I'm just thinking defence. Defensively, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair. Yeah. Because, like, you need an old head in, in defence to, to do the right things, especially mm. at that, that key position of a wide running forward. But, uh, again, I don't know. It's just an interesting conversation. Um, the Bulldogs, what do you reckon? What do they need for Chrissy? Mate, I, I don't know whether to be excited or nervous about Canterbury. I, know, I, I, keep, I keep looking at all these training. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Images and seeing guys there and go, oh, fuck, I forgot he was there. He's a weapon too. Yeah. Um, it's got to be halfback. That's got to be, they, I know the, I think Santa might have to bring a few halfbacks to Christmas this year. But for me, I still don't know who the seven's going to be. L- looking at their training images, it looks like Avarillo. They're sticking with it, aren't they? Uh, 
And I just don't think he's a seven. I think mean, he's an unreal footballer. Hundred percent, but he's not a seven. And there's nothing wrong with not being a seven. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to be really clear. Avrilo is one of the best young players coming up in the whole comp. I've got a lot of raps on Avrilo, and and I think you've said you do yep. as well. Um, but I agree. Like, is he a seven? I, I just don't know. Like, if they, you know what? If they can turn him into one, he'll be incredible because he's got a good ball runner. He's aggressive. He's big. He can tackle. Um, but you're right. I, I, I'm with you on it. I think the the, the Bulldogs, for Chrissy, need to find a solid seven and just stick with it. And if he does turn into a great seven, fantastic. But based on what I saw last year, I'm not quite seeing it. It At, might be different when he's got a different squad around him. Yep. Uh, but especially, I just when you're bringing in a guy like Matt Burton, you just want to have that seven jersey sorted. Oh, I think. That's and why I, just I thought don't. Flanagan. I thought the build was Flanagan for a year into Burton. And we've seen Flano with good players around him. He's solid. He can handle himself yeah. well and truly. We've seen him with in a shit fight and it doesn't go well, mm. but it wasn't going well for anyone on that field. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'd like to see Flano given another go personally, uh, but it's... It's a bit of a strange one, that. I don't understand... This is what I, don't, I don't quite get how they're building this team. Oh, yeah. th- thank God they, they, they've gone and got Reed. I absolutely love that for next That's year. Great they sign. needed a seven or a nine. Personally, I would have rathered gun seven over a gun nine mm. in this team. But, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just they're investing so much money into gun centers, gun second rowers. I don't – I think they're the icing on the cake nowadays. I don't think they're the cake. And, I don't know, Canterbury, they're just, they're just lacking a little bit of direction there for me. Yeah, they're, they're, the planning seems to be out. And, again, obviously that's coming from a person that doesn't have a plan. There's clearly a plan there. Um but when you're looking at, okay, what would be the per- – like, take aside form and how they played or whatever. You'd think on paper, if you're writing the plan down, it would be, we've signed Flanagan, let's put him in seven because we know he can play at least at an elite level when he was with the Roosters, and then we bring Burton in and it's Burton and Flanagan. Um, but it doesn't seem to have worked out that way, and there, there must be reasons for it. I, I don't know what the reasons are. Um, but I, I just think that the Bulldogs, if they need a seven as a present, if they need – Father Christmas to sit him down and have a chat to him. I think it would be let's not get ahead of ourselves mm-hmm. here. Yes, we had good signings, but we could be this could be a bang or bust. Well, literally, this isn't a fix. This isn't going to automatically fix the situation because you've brought in great talent. Yeah, it could be a situation where they're six weeks in and they're still struggling to get wins together, and it's not actually a personnel thing. It's a it's a culture thing, or it's a it's a tactics thing, or whatever. So I would be you know making sure that everyone's aware like. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's realise that we have to go through the grind. We haven't really earned anything yet. Yes, we've signed great players, but as a team in that jersey, none of them have played before. We don't know how they're going to go. And I think that's the other thing I'd say, another little Christmas wish list, they want to start well. Oh, yeah. If they're 0-4, oh, they're in some Barney. Yeah. Because and I mean, with all due respect to Trent Barrett, he has shown that if things aren't going well, He'll flip the narrative. He'll swap, you know, he'll move guys around. And I just think that he needs to pick his 17. Whether it's Avarillo, as much as I don't think it should be Avarillo, if it is him, you tell him it's your jersey till origin. I don't care what happens. Yep. It's your jersey till then. And then maybe we can start to move around if we need to. But yeah, they, they need to start well or. I'd be picking and sticking chaos. too. I'd yeah. be picking and sticking. Um, if you pick and stick and it's a train wreck, it won't be as much of a train wreck as it was last year anyway. Yeah. Like just stick with it, see what happens. The problem as well the Bulldogs face now is that if they go on a losing streak, they now have stars to deal with their anger in the sense that last year, because they're not a team full of stars, 
and and it's no knock on them they're fucking better than me uh, it's more just you know from an outside looking in thing uh very easy to to manage that because all of them are like look okay we're not playing that well but i don't have any um who, who am i to say you know this isn't good enough or that is good enough the issues with the bulldogs now is they have big stars that are going to start going hang on a sec this is bullshit this is bullshit i've you know for example like do you think ado car is going to sit there if he sees something that isn't right and not say something you want him to say something because he's been there and done it and won premierships so it's and and this isn't this please don't conflate this with Adokar has an ego or anyone has an ego it, it's more along the lines of you want your origin rep players stay, saying something you want them stepping up and going this is what we do to win get on me back boys um, do you think that could be an issue if they do begin to oh, lose? For sure, mate. And I, I think also you've got these, you know, a Josh Adokar. I mean, I personally, I don't think he'll fall out of favour. But if we get to Origin and Canterbury's going like a busted and he misses out on a Blues oh. jersey, which, I mean, it's happened before to guys. Um, I remember Nick Kotrick was playing for the Kangaroos. We got to Origin the year after he was at Canterbury and we it didn't even fire a shot. We didn't even really consider him. Um, I don't think that'll happen to Josh Adekar. I think he's done enough, but yeah, there's they need a good start. I keep coming back to it, but they, they, they need a good start or it yep. could just be an absolute shit fight. Just yep. on the start, they play the Cowboys and the Broncos in the first two rounds, which are quite winnable, but then in the next six weeks, they verse the top five from last year. Oh. Good God. That Brisbane won't be an easy game for them. I back them to beat the Cowboys, but if there's one week I don't want to play the Cowboys, it's when they're fresh and yep. it's not, yeah... I think Broncos, and obviously I'm biased, but I don't think they've got the same image they had at the start of last year. I think there are a lot of teams now looking at that Broncos side going, oh, this, isn't, this isn't a bunch of young boys that are going to melt under 20 minutes of pressure. Um, now, maybe they do, I don't know, but I think that they're, they're starting to move up into the territory of like... These guys can... Because, like, towards the end of the year, that will put it to Penrith Panthers. Well and truly. Uh, without Luke Catewell, without uh, Reynolds... Without Stags, I think. Yeah, he only played four games of footy last year. Um, oh, I think Brisbane, the top six teams, I, I don't think they'd be hugely concerned with them, but mm. everyone else is going, yeah. shit, they, 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 they could quite possibly play finals footy last yep. year if it works out for them. Um, so, yeah, Doggies, got to get a good good start and um, hopefully hopefully Avrilo turns into the seven that, you know, uh, Barrett wants him to because, as I again, I think he's... I think he's, I think he's a great six, but obviously Burton's there, um, or even a fullback. But anyway, we'll see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.